Welcome back, Imaginers. In the last 10 episodes, I have given you some of the foundation for uncovering and beginning to move to your dream career and life. But in this episode, I want to go back to the beginning of why you may not be pursuing everything you want in your life. It goes back to episode one, which is the reason it is our primal instincts that kept us alive, that we're grateful to our ancestors for, but that we have to almost hack out of our brains in the modern world we live in. In the last couple episodes, I talked about how belief systems that you, many of which we don't even know that we have, are a sneaky way that we don't pursue our dream careers and our dream lives. In this episode and the next one, I'm going to talk to you about taking some small steps toward the life that you want, the career that you want, and also give you a hack that you can use as you start to face or continue to face (laughs) resistance from your brain, which you probably will. I love the TV show, The Good Place. And in the opening scene of The Good Place, the character opens her eyes, looks in front of her, and there's a big sign that says, welcome, everything is fine. I use that mantra and then I add a sentence to it, which is, welcome, everything is fine, nothing has gone wrong. I use this mantra to help hack my brain because my brain is always trying to tell me that I should stay on the sofa, rather snack foods, and binge some TV. And I have to use my higher brain to overcome those instincts to get myself off of the couch. And I want you to know if you are feeling this way, Nothing has gone wrong. Your brain is working the way that it is supposed to. But we have to give it some hacks to take some small steps. Speaking of small steps, let's go back to that idea foundationally. Because not only does your brain want you to just stay on the couch where it's safe and convenient, you don't have to use any energy. You can be close to snack foods and bingeable TV, but your brain also does not like small steps. Your brain likes massive action because it thinks that massive action, massive steps forward is the only thing that makes a difference. But that's not true. And we have to hack our brain to remind it that small steps are actually how we accomplish anything. Now, small steps, compounding, whatever you want to call it, we can all think about times in our life, in our lives where 
slow and steady, did win the race. But slow and steady does not align with our motivational triad, which is to be efficient. There is nothing efficient about slow and steady. And this is why if you've ever started exercising after you haven't for a long time, many people get injured. (laughs) I've certainly been in that position. And the reason people get injured is because they want to not take a slow and steady step. They want to take a massive step forward. They go from not exercising at all to going to some kind of crazy workout class. And there are many injuries because of this. So what if we use that as our lens when we're taking small steps toward our, the business, the career, the life that we wanted? What if we believed that small steps are what make the difference and that small steps don't injure us? In this case, probably injure us emotionally. (laughs) We often take a huge leap and there's consequences that come with that. Again, when we think about exercising, sometimes it can be injury, but we can also take a massive step I've had clients who want to quit their jobs the next day after we have our first session together, right? Because again, our brain loves efficiency and that feels like a massive step in the direction that we want to go. And for some clients, that might be the right decision. But for other clients, they actually just want the relief that comes from the pressure cooker that they're in, the career and life that they don't want to be in. But if slow and steady does win the race, if small steps do make a difference, and if we can hack our brain to take small steps, then what small steps would we want to take? And what would the outcome of those be? I think about my own life several years ago. It's probably been five years ago now. I hadn't been working out for a while. I wanted to get back into it. I did not want to do what I had always done before, which was get injured, (laughs) potentially go to a class that was so hard that I was sore for the next week and miserable and never wanted to work out again. So I decided to do something different. At the time, I was reading a book about small habits. Nowadays, the popular version of that would be Atomic Habits. And the the premise is that slow and steady does make a difference. And in this book that I was reading, the author had started out by getting back into shape with one push-up, just one. Now, our brains don't like one push-up. Our brains say that's not going to make a difference at all. I can do that in my sleep. And if I can do it in my sleep, obviously it's not going to make a difference. But what if you set small goals that you could knock out of the park? Because my friends, our brains love things that we can knock out of the park. Now, when you tell your brain this idea, it's going to hate it. It's going to say it doesn't make a difference. 
but consider using the mantra I talked about at the beginning of the episode. Welcome. Everything is fine. Nothing has gone wrong. So you set a small step like doing one push-up, and you knock it out of the park. And over time, one push-up leads to, in my case, well, I'm already down there on the floor. I can, I can do more than one push-up, actually, but I only have to do one. And then the next day, I did a couple. And then the next day, I figured, I'm already down here. I might as well stretch. And then eventually, my husband joined me. And then eventually, I got back into a workout class that I loved. And I now have muscles that I have not seen since my 40s. And it all started with one push-up. One push-up did make the difference. Slow and steady did make the difference. But I had to tell my brain over and over and over that small steps did really matter. And I did the same thing with my business. I took a very small step in the beginning. My brain told me it didn't make a difference at all. But to this day, that small step is something that is still a part of my business. That small step was actually simply following people online who were living an aspect of the life that I wanted. I started following these two people. One was a couple and one was a single woman. And they had ditched their traditional life and were both traveling around the world, working virtually, living the life that they imagined. And I still follow them to this day. They still give me inspiration, both practically and intellectually, emotionally, spiritually. But again, back then, my brain told me there's nothing about following these people that's going to help you create the life you want. But that's not true because slow and steady comes in all kinds of different shapes and forms. Slow and steady is managing what you are inputting into your brain, what you are surrounding yourself with, who you're surrounding yourself with what you're reading, what you're learning, who you're, who you're using to inspire and educate and provide support and community. All of those matter. All of those are part of taking small steps because all of those small steps create ideas and those ideas lead to action. And another small step begets another small step. But again, you're going to have to hack your brain when you're taking small steps. I can imagine for a lot of you, there are small steps that are hanging around that you've written down on a post-it or taken a note about, and you've not taken action. So I encourage you to go back, locate those small steps. And if you need to use the mantra, welcome. Everything is fine. Nothing has gone wrong. I see you, brain. You think that you're helping me by telling me that only huge steps matter. But I know that's not true. 
And I can think about times in my life where compounding did make a difference. If I save a dollar today, a year from now, I'll have $365. That's the power of compounding. We often underestimate what we can get done because our brains are constantly working to try to keep us efficient, avoiding pain, and seeking pleasure. So you can imagine there's nothing efficient about taking small steps, but nothing has gone wrong. And if nothing has gone wrong, then what small steps do you want to take? Because if I hadn't started following those people who I'm sure started with small steps and I hadn't started doing one push-up, I would not be where I am today. And if you only remember one thing from this episode, I just want you to know that nothing has gone wrong. We try to tell ourselves that if we were just more motivated, if we were just more disciplined, if we just had more information, if we just had more know-how, if we were just more courageous, but none of those things are true. Every single person who has achieved something that we want, I guarantee you has figured out a way to hack their brain. People do it in all different ways. But understanding what we are biologically primed to do, stay safe, stay in the cave, food and bingeable TV, that is the reason that you're not taking small steps. So when you get out your notes, get out your post-its, find the things that you want to take a small step toward, if it's helpful, write down next to that action, nothing has gone wrong. Everything is fine. It's just my lower brain trying to keep me safe. Putting those two pieces together, if you block a time on your calendar to do it or when the time comes up, have that mantra ready to go, that will make the difference. Because otherwise, we are all relying on willpower to enable action forward. And unfortunately, we will always run out of willpower because willpower is something that we have to generate. Willpower comes from our lower brain, but our higher brain, where all of our long-term goodness and best interests live, our higher brain knows that small steps do matter. We can all find examples of that. Our higher brain knows that slow and steady does win the race. Our higher brain knows that nothing has gone wrong. We are simply biologically created and motivated to stay safe. Nothing has gone wrong. We are safe, generally speaking, unless there's a tiger chasing you. If there is, we all should run. (laughs) If there's not, which is the majority of the time, then we just need to hack our lower brain and tell it. Small steps matter. Nothing has gone wrong. Stay tuned in the next episode, which is going to be part two of this one. 
I want you to practice taking some small steps, reminding your brain that nothing has gone wrong. And in the next episode, I'm going to teach you how to tell your brain about the progress that you've made. Because large or small, our brains have a lot of trouble acclimating, anchoring into progress that we've made. And this is why our brain gets discouraged. And this is why we continue to pursue the same things over and over and over because our brains can't tell when we've made progress on its own. Our brains struggle unless we can look over a substantial period of time. Oftentimes someone else will point it out to us, but I'm going to teach you how to identify in yourself and tell your brain that you've made progress. This is a game changer. Stay tuned to the next episode. And in the meantime, do go take a small step. Nothing has gone wrong. Everything is fine. Welcome to compounding. You know, I'm cheering you on to the life and career, your wildest dreams. Take care, everyone. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagined.